It happens to be seven years to the day that I became a homeowner. I had more people than not saying, what the hell is she thinking? It is now worth 83% more than what I had bought it for. Was there something pushing you towards this from the rental standpoint? Were you just sick of renting? It drives me absolutely nuts. He will be like, well, this isn't like the right time to do it, bitch. There is no right time. Do you think that your experience buying a house influenced your wanting to get licensed and help other people? Things are different now and people need to stop comparing back to what things were pre-COVID. The stability really is a thing. I sell houses better than I take care of my own. I give better guidance to other people to take care of theirs. Welcome back to Millennia, the no BS real estate solutions for millennials. Entertaining you while facing real life issues and giving you the tools, resources, and know-how to keep you moving up towards your housing goals. We're your hosts, Jan Anuski and Seth Lejeune, coming out of the greater Philadelphia area, and we are Millennia. Boop. All right, so what are we talking about today? Are we starting with my home anniversary? Your home anniversary. Because the day this comes out will be seven years to the day that I bought my house. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do it. Okay. Are we in the episode? I don't know. Are we in the episode? <laughs> Welcome back to Bloody Up. Welcome back. <laughs> We're talking about my home anniversary. It happens to be seven years to the day that I became a homeowner. We talked about doing my home buying experience and Seth's home selling experience at some point. And we had something I was planned and I said, wait, today's the day. Shuffled some things around to not put this off for another year. What made you want to buy a house? Oh, I'm impulsive. You're impulsive. Yeah. So nothing um, really, just other than a gut. Okay. So it all stemmed from the year was 2016. Yes. Yes. I had been renting since I was 19. My roommate at the time, you know, we had a conversation, decided that we weren't going to like renew this lease and we might just take different directions and whatever. So I said, okay, no problem. No hard feelings. That was fine. But instead of finding somewhere else to rent, I said, all right, well, I'm going to buy a house. Now, to set the scene, too, I had just bought a car. It was the car I always wanted because I was going to move to Delaware. I was looking for jobs in Delaware to move there to buy a house. Can I ask another follow-up? Yes. Well, what's in Delaware, and why would you move there? I thought it was cheaper, <laughs> and my cousin lives there, and my cousin is a real estate agent there. Okay. Shout no offense Kimberly. to anyone in Delaware, <laughs> but I don't hear that very often where it's like, I really wanted to move to Delaware. I was living in Exton at the time in Chester okay. County, and Delaware is not far from there. I grew up in Delco, and yeah. Delaware is very accessible. For anyone listening, we are outside of the Philadelphia area, so we're no more than 45 minutes from the Delaware state line. In that area, you're no more than 45 minutes from three different states. But I didn't get the job I was looking to get in Delaware, so I said, well, I'm not going to buy a house i'm gonna buy a car so i got my jeep and then the next month i said so I'm, your jeep predates your house briefly you, yes you've had that jeep longer than you've had your house yes got it okay by a few months the next month i said okay well i'm gonna buy a house it was literally just a split second decision i hadn't thought of it well, i mean i would thought about it before but you know i had already ruled it out and said okay well i'm not gonna buy a house then. but why did you think that was a good idea what? I mean, I know you're impulsive, but home buying is way too I don't think it was impulsive slow. bad. I was like... No, 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 but it's way too slow. It's not like you went ahead and bought Apple stock or you went and bought <laughs> yourself a ATV. Like, you didn't just go somewhere, pick it up, and bring it home. Like, well, it was November, and our lease was up in February. Okay. So I said, all right, well, I'm going to buy a house. Contacted my cousin. She's licensed in Delaware. She found an agent for me in Pennsylvania through Remax, who was great. And I found the house by, I guess, January. I wasn't the best buyer. <laughs> I wasn't the strongest file. But no, I just said it just makes more sense to buy a house than to rent. Why would I continue to give somebody else my money 
when I can give myself money. Sure. Now, this topic is not going to be a story of how I can relate to the people who are buying houses now. It was a different time in a different market. And I, to, I don't know if I'd be able to do the same thing that I did then right now. How, how long was the house on the market before it was bought? Like 50 days? More. 60, 60 something. 60, I think 60 or is so what I saw. So 60 days on market for a house that would sell in 60 hours now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have a rancher. You have a ranch. That right. is a high commodity now. Yeah. I'm not going to try to get haters here and say like all the things I was able to get at the time because <laughs> it's not necessarily the case right now. But I also had really awesome sellers. Yeah. Which I hope they see this because they're so nice. I still talk to them too. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Bo. Didn't make sense to keep renting and it only made sense to buy a house. So I can tell you that not many other people in my life thought the same that I did. Okay. So you had exterior opinions telling you it was a dumb idea. I had every exterior opinion telling okay. me it was a dumb idea. I ended up getting like my friend's parents to at least like play along okay. and were like giving me some opinions or so, but... Okay. Every house I saw myself, I didn't have anybody helping me out, either emotionally, financially, nothing. I had every, more people than not saying, the hell is she thinking? Mm -hmm. I even have family now who tells me, like, we didn't really know what you were doing there so, for a while. Uh, let me ask you this. Did you have, like, a bone to pick? Did you have a chip on your shoulder? Did you I, always, have, I had did, the biggest did, chip did, on my shoulder. Did, did you have this, like, fierce independence thing? Uh, at the time, you weren't a mother. but Soon to be, though. Bought my house. That came a couple months, like, what, three months later? <laughs> three months later. Did you have, like, a chip on your shoulder being like, you know what? People tell me I can't do it, so I'm going to do it. It was more like, okay, people are going to tell that's me I can't. More, I know that's anyway. more or less your default position because yeah. I've been managing you for two years <laughs> i don't know but. if it like motivated me any more or less other than the fact it's like it didn't discourage me because i'm like okay cool well there's a lot of things that people told me that i couldn't do and here i am so there was no like catalytic event meaning you had an epiphany where you said this makes sense this is what i'm gonna do you were just like you know my what? roommate and i had that conversation and it was just okay well then i'm gonna buy a house were period. you tired of renting yeah. I mean, if there wasn't a big motivator to buy, and, well, it's, fun, it was, and it's funny, funny, because this is actually me turning into an You're it, trying it, to make a point. No, no, no. Oh. It's like, this is an interview now. Now I'm like- That's fine. I'm, That's what I'm, I want to say I'm anyway. Now, I, as you know, I'm a very curious creature. So now I'm very- I'd so much rather I, answer questions than have to drone on about myself. No, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. And I, because <laughs> I, we've talked about this multiple times. In fact, I think the first time we ever met, we talked about you- you had bought a house in 2017. But mm -hmm. so if there wasn't something really motivating you to buy a house- so typically, and you know this because you're a real estate professional now, is that it's some kind of pain point. You need a bigger house. You feel like you don't want to pay someone else's mortgage or you want to start saving for your own house or you want to get into a school district or build wealth. You didn't have any of these things, but what about the back end? Was there something pushing you towards this from the rental standpoint? Were you just sick of renting? Did you have a philosophical problem it with the idea of like renting? It just seemed like the next thing to do. It just seemed like the next thing. Okay. And it's like and with where, I mean, with the position I was in at that moment, it was like, okay, well, my original plan was to have my two friends come live with me. We had actually talked about that and planned it out because we talked about writing together. I said, I actually want to go buy a house, but like, obviously I couldn't buy it without being able to afford it myself okay. and qualify for it myself. But I was going to have them live with me, rent with me. And for a little while they did. That's a different story. Otherwise, it was just like, instead of having to go find more roommates, find another apartment to go to, and then move again next year. I hate moving. I don't know who enjoys moving uh, and so, packing and unpacking. So and are we talking about stability? 
Oh my God. Oof. Don't tell, don't tell 26 year old Jen that she'd be like, what's stability? What's that? I forgot a big part of this too. I was in retail for 13 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Just for anyone who hasn't heard the 17,000 times you've mentioned that before. So when I was applying to different jobs and I was like, had a heavy focus in Delaware, the one I did end up getting was a store manager job in like where I live now at the outlets. And it was, it was a great opportunity. So I was commuting like 40 minutes to work. So I was like, why not just live out there instead? I mean, I could get rentals. I didn't know the area at all. Yeah. I was used to living in Chester County and Delco. I had never lived in Montgomery County. I didn't know the area. And it just made sense. I'd had a big girl job, but I got like my, my own store now. I need to be more local to it because, you know, anybody's ever it's been. Your store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to be there. And boy, was I <laughs> like, I have to be there in a minute. And I was there in five minutes. Being able to find somewhere closer to work, which comes back to the millennials. Number one reason for moving is to be closer to work. As far as renting closer to work or buying closer to work, it's just at the time I was like, it doesn't make sense to rent. I already know I'm going to be working here. I plan on staying. I don't plan on leaving. So yeah. I mean, the reason I'm asking all these questions, because I think it would be helpful for our listeners to get inside kind of the psychology because there's, there's no straight line. I mean, it's, uh, it's usually complicated and a lot of people don't feel like they can do it. That's why I wanted to have a topic of my home buying experience, not to relate dollars and cents, but more the motivation behind it of like, it drives me absolutely nuts of people being like, well, this isn't like the right time to do it. Bitch, there is no right time. If I had just waited, so everybody's telling me this is not really the best thing for you to be doing. You're doing it by yourself. Do you even have enough money to yeah. do it? Because like, I didn't have a ton of money. I was saving what I could. Sure. It wasn't a ton, but I was like, hey, this is what I have. Can you help me make it work? My agent said, yeah. Got me with her lender, who was great. Love him too. I'd be super happy to do a deal with him too. Scott Tomlinson, what's up? No, I mean, I had a really, really great team around me who yeah. like did, did support what I was doing. And I had absolutely no idea what I was doing yeah. and they helped guide me there. But if I listen to everybody who was talking to me otherwise and saying, this is a terrible idea, like, why would you do this? Why not wait? If I had waited a couple years, yeah. I would not have been able to do it. Yeah. And the thing is, that's not just limited to a 2017 thing. I was just talking to another client of ours who bought her house that was 2022 and we just ran a comp on our house to see what the value of it is right now. What's a comp? Sorry. Yeah. A comparable. We, we, we actually had a conversation before we started recording about terminology. We need to not <laughs> put as much real estate terminology out into this. And if we do, we need to get it correct. Yeah. We, yeah. Or, or put in the show notes or put some definitions somewhere. We were running comparables. So we we're just getting her the value of her house now, even though she just bought it in 2022. And she already has equity in it. It's already worth a, a lot of equity. Oh, yeah. Like not a little bit more. And she said, oh my God, I'm so glad I bought when I did. I said, you bought in 2022. A lot of people at that time would not have told you that that was this the was right time, time to, be, to, buy. to buy. But two years later, you look back and you said, oh my God, I'm so glad I did it when I did. Like, there's always going to be the, in two years, you're going to look back and say, I'm so glad I did it. Yep. It drives me insane. Like, if you wait any longer, you're going to put yourself in like a worse position than just going for it now yep. and trusting it's going to work out. And it's going to work out when it's supposed to. If it doesn't right now, then it shouldn't. And it did all work out for me. I did get in with like, I think it was like th four days to spare to get out of my apartment and into my house. That was chaotic. Yes. Another question. Go for it. Go for I it. I love questions. Do you think that your experience buying a house influenced your wanting to get licensed and help other people? 
Absolutely. Because it sounds like you had a good team around you. I, I actually know who your agent is. Mm-hmm. And she's great. What were the things that you experienced in your transaction? I'm putting you on the spot here. That's I okay. You I know what you're going to ask. Well, what were the things in your transaction that you didn't like that you feel like you fix for your clients and you do better for your clients? There's only one thing. Because otherwise, she did so great. My agent did everything correctly. I was not the strongest buyer. And this doesn't have to be about the lender or the agent. I'm talking about just the consumer experience in purchasing real estate. I think they're one and the same, to be honest. Well, no, but I'm just saying we don't have to confine it to like the services they provided. Like what else is there? Oh, I'm just meaning my experience of the way how I was You didn't know anything. You're like, you're leaning all all these professionals. Yeah. What are the thing, what was the thing that you... You know, like I've talked to people who have gotten licensed and they said, I had such a terrible experience with my realtor. I knew that I could do better and I saw what they got paid and I was like, okay, this could work. Well, too. And like, I but you have the opposite problem. What is the thing that you do differently that you think that you can improve over your own experience? Now, this might be a personal preference thing, but I wish that she would have pushed the limits a little bit further from what I was specifically asking for. In terms of your search or the negotiation? Oh, Oh, location. Oh, I trusted her on negotiation. I knew that I didn't know what I didn't know. And I was one, I was the perfect buyer in the sense I was like, do what you got to (laughs) do. Okay. I was a pain in the ass buyer in the sense of like, I want to go here and I want to go here. I'm going to put an offer in on that. Just kidding. You went through all that work and talking to the agent. Pull it. I want one on that one. I wasn't the biggest payday. She had paid a referral to my cousin too. So bless her heart. She was wonderful with me. The only thing that like I'd probably say that I would have done differently is I didn't know the area I was moving to at all. I had no idea what Collegeville was. I had no idea what Gilbertsville. Like I didn't know any of like the surrounding areas that could have been more options that I wasn't exploring. So probably what happened is you said, hey, I want to look for houses in Pottstown. And that's kind of where you were relegated to. Yeah. Looking back on it, I would I would say like, oh, I wonder if I had looked like I didn't know 422 at all. Here's the thing, though. You got a great location. I do. I mean, like all those all those all those towns you talked about. First of all, Collegeville probably would have been too expensive even back then. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, you go over to Douglasville. You're just more estranged up up the highway there. So. Like where I've always, since you, the day you got licensed and we were talking about general areas, like where you live is, I love that mm-hmm. area. And I love it for investment. And, and for that's primary. what I'm going to give her credit to because I didn't know the area. So yeah. I didn't know what great of an area that I live in is. She showed me different areas that like she in her own head may have been like, oh, no, but like you can't do that. Yeah. And she didn't and still let me go see them. And I got to make that decision for myself. I didn't like that other specific borough final question okay how much equity do you have in your home now so much now equity versus like what i owe on it are different but i mean it is now worth 83 percent more than what i had bought it for got it so if you ever needed to sell you would would be in a great position you'd be in a great position or if you ever needed to borrow against it you excellent condition excellent condition 2017 jen waits till 2019 or waits till Mm -hmm. 2021 Mm -hmm. We're talking a lot less money. We're talking I wouldn't have been able to do it. Things are different now and people need to stop comparing back to what things were pre-COVID. And like, I get it's a lot harder now and it jumped significantly. All to say, you don't know what the future is going to hold. You don't know what's going to happen in a couple years. If you can manage to find a way to make it happen now, if you can't do it, that's a different conversation. I didn't know if I could or couldn't at the time. I went to a source that I trusted who found me trusted sources and they told me I can and here's how. They made it happen. I have never missed a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. I have struggled financially, but I was never at the expense of my home than having a child yeah, and yeah. doing that by myself. Oh, and and then that a, was a and, whole other and then, problems, and then a but, career change in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, sure. But it would have been so much worse if I didn't have my house. 
I would have been renting with a baby all alone. And also waiting for a call where he, the landlord could say, hey, I'm going to sell the place. So, And I deal with probably four or five of those a year where they're first-time homebuyers or they're people who are renting and they're like, I got the call and they're giving me 60 to 90 days to get out. So I had a lot of other very stressful things happen following buying my house, but thank God I had my house and I had gotten it when I did. And I did make that impulsive decision and just went for it. No, but I think, I think the ultimate goal for you though, uh, back then, and I know that you say 2017 Jen wasn't into it, but the stability really is a thing. Knowing that you own where you live and knowing that that's not going to change. So you can deal with all the other things that are going on in your life. That's a big motivator. It's something that a lot of renters think through, especially when the market has come up so fast There's a lot of landlords who are like, oh, wow, wow, I can sell it for this. I'm going to sell it. Mm -hmm. Usually in a lease, at least in the state of Pennsylvania, it's 60 days. It's the only notice you need to give a tenant. But people will pay for that stability because then they know that they can't be displaced so they can focus on other things like building a life, building a family. And not to mention, I did it between a breakup. So I got the house on my own, which now then I never had to worry about having somebody else on it and then ever having to worry about like, can I sell it yeah. without them, whatever. I wouldn't have picked like the best timing, but it ended up being the best timing because I trusted the process, not my own, like what control I have over it. Yep. It all fell into place the way it was supposed to that I would have never been able to plan. I, I have frequently said when I get frustrated with things that happen as a homeowner in your house is, oh my God, who let me buy a house? Because what the hell am I doing? I don't know how to fix this. I learned how to caulk my shower the second day I call this homeowner's law you buy a house and then something goes wrong within the first couple days I this is just a funny story I love thunderstorms they are the most calming things to me I love watching them they're the best and I'm at work and I'm at the outs and I was like oh look at this beautiful storm I love it I wish I was enjoying it at home but it's slow and oh this is so nice I get home my front door my screen door was flung open completely the little pulley thingy snapped off and ripped out and shredded the wood frame okay and i was like it's been two days i've lived here for two days yes <laughs> it's still broken it's been seven years but i always say like who let me buy a house i like i sell houses better than i take care of my own i give better guidance to other people to take care of theirs if you think like i don't know anything about having it you do learn as you go yes and also this generation and these days you have youtube And that is a huge bonus, too, because if you needed to know how to reinstall a storm door, there's about 17,000 videos there that will tell you how to do it. Well, I'll tell you what. So in my 20s, Jen was an independent woman who don't need no man, and I can do everything myself. Even YouTube? YouTube You'd even reject YouTube? Oh, I was YouTube queen. I'll figure out how to do it. I use that thing like a friggin' machine. Guess what? I'm in my 30s now. I can, but I don't want to. Oh, Uh, and um, listen, I'm in my 40s. I am a very, very proficient check writer. I do not fix hardly anything around well, this guess place. Well, yeah, well, you should have. You would have gotten a kick out of me trying to replace my toilet seat last night. Okay. I didn't. How? How can't you, how can't you replace a toilet seat? It's the easiest thing in the well, world. Well, I went on YouTube to find out what happens when the uh, nuts are uh, rusted onto okay. it. I may have also accidentally used pliers, which then made the washers even tighter, and now I really can't get the it off. socket wrench, dude. I have it. Oh, I don't have a socket wrench. 
I have a wrench wrench, and that that was pissing me off. Uncle Jeff and Amazon can ship a whole socket set for you. I think we just got done understanding that I'm an impulsive person, (laughs) and if I have an idea in my head and something I want to do, I need to do it now, not when Uncle Jeff can get it to me. I got it. It's okay. My neighbor's coming tomorrow to help me. He just also had the same very angry frustrations. But what I'm trying to say again is (laughs) you do figure it out as you go. Things happen, and I understand like there's a more comfort level of like when you're renting. It's not your problem. That's not that's the landlord's problem. It is. You then you gotta, gotta trust wait. that you have you a got, landlord who will fix it. You gotta wait for a handyman. You gotta wait for the landlord to get off his ass and send somebody. And usually the handyman is going a mile a minute. They're not incentivized to fix it right. But, you know, at the leak. cost of zero dollars. But at the cost of zero dollars, but the inconvenience, like if something doesn't work or an appliance fails or something like that. You or the entire complex decides to take the windows out with less than 24 hours notice and then you don't have windows all day and then you get fleas in your apartment because they okay. kept the windows out. So there, there's our final argument to definitely buy a house. Fleas through windows. I hope that what everybody gets from this, though, is that there is no right time and yep. it does pay off. This, this is not limited to when I purchase because there's still people who are saying now. Oh, I bought at the perfect time because, like I said before, our other client, she bought when rates had just jumped up to percent yep. when they were too, and people thought she was crazy for getting buying right yep. now. Like, oh my god, but rates just went up so much. Yeah, well, guess what? Then they went up to like but, seven and but eight. What did she do? She listened to her realtor. And guess what? She yeah. was an independent woman who didn't need no man either, That's and right. she made it happen. That's right. We're gonna interview her. She's a SLG super fan. Yeah. So okay. hope that at least somebody got something from this. If anybody out there is listening to this and they're renting and they're worried about jumping in, or if they have younger brothers or sisters, or they have kids that are reluctant about home ownership. We just got done talking about how it's not always the right time mm-hmm. to buy, but it is more so the right time than it is not. If you surround yourself with the right people, they're not going to lead you down the wrong path. The idea that realtors are just selling, it's just too slow of a process. And uh, get yourself a good realtor. If you're Doesn't in the Philadelphia area, call us. We can help you out. And um, and if you just want to pick my brain more about what I was thinking by just... Yeah, and, oh, listen, we could go through means. my... Uh, one of these episodes, we can go through my home buying experience, how somebody tried to talk me into buying a house in 2006. And <laughs> oh. I had some very good people Back around when my me generation of people me, were in high school. To tell me, hell no, you're not buying <laughs> so. Okay, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. See you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Millennia. For more information or to connect with us directly, you can always get a hold of us on Instagram at Millennia Podcast, double L, double N, or through each of our pages at Januski Gets It Done or at Ask Seth Anything. Until next time, keep moving up. Later.